The Monday Means Test with Wayne Hawkes and John O'Neill. Brought to you by Newgate Farm. North Pacific. What a weapon. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. Yes, welcome to the Monday Means Test. On this Monday on Giddy Up, the final Means Test. Before we take a bit of a break for Christmas and the New Year period, we'll be back for the Magic Millions. But North Pacific, he is a weapon. There's no doubt about that. He's going to do some job at start. and looking forward to seeing his yearlings sold at the Magic Millions sale. But unfortunately, Wayne hasn't made it in today. Now, he was a late, late, late withdrawal. But you think you've found the answer why that's the case. As I say hello to you, Johnny O'Neill. Speaking of... Uh... We better turn your microphone on. There you go, Johnny. There we go. I'm on now. Now, yeah. speak. Good morning, Gareth. How morning, are you? Morning, Johnny. I did miss you last week. Now, speaking of weapons, yes. I was down at my uh, father-in-law and uh, mother-in-law's place in Geelong yesterday and left very late last night with, uh, I could hear Wayne's dulcet tones Yes. at about 11 o'clock and then there was a heap of shit running <laughs> down the windows. I wasn't quite, excuse me for saying that, but yeah. I'm... It's the only way you can describe it. Reindeer shit it was. Okay, yep. So I think Hawksy's out practicing and he's in he's in the right condition to be able to practice that. Santa Claus. Well, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. He's a man that loves to give, like Santa. Yes, he does. He doesn't give too many decent tips, no. but he does, but he keeps them quiet. We know that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we wish him all the best. We do. Um on his journey. So he's got a he's got a bit of work to do steering those uh those reindeer, mate. Yeah, so we wish Hawksy the best of luck whatever he's doing today. And um, he might say good, I think he'll say goodbye to us maybe on Wednesday when he joins Sammy Edmund, I think. Or well, he, he gets disturbed. the double pay Wednesday, so he'll he definitely be copping that. He Today's does. a love job for him. Now, we'll start off with uh, the means death with the King's Gambit. I know we play this a few times, but we might play Oliver's race once again when he took out the Damien Oliver gold rush there on Saturday in a moment I don't think we'll ever forget. Cord, ripcord, and now Munamek! Munamek has got there! Oliver's got the run! The racing gods have spoken! It's gold, gold, gold at Ascot! It's been some career, Johnny, and you've played a part in Ollie's career as well, but I mentioned this at the top. It was one of the most amazing days of racing that I can remember for quite some time. And Darren McCauley, he joined us a little early, and he's been calling for a long time, Mac. He said, it was the best day at the races probably in 42 years that he's been attending racing in WA in 30-odd years at Ascot. He says he remembered him of the day of when Kingston Town turned up there in 1982. And Ollie, this was his farewell tour and away with the Pinnacles there in WA. And he was there for three weeks after being suspended for the Kingston or the Railway Stakes meeting. I went through his rides and he wasn't vintage Ollie at all. Like he was struggling a little bit, D Oliver. He had 13 rides up until his first victory there on Saturday with Divine Belief. And he only had two placings. And he had some well fancied runners in the early part of that meeting on Saturday. And then it's fitting that a horse by the name of Divine Belief salutes. And then Magnificent Andy for my great mate, NJ, SJ Miller won. And SJ Miller was the jockey. Um, he was a jockey before he became a trainer. He was one of the best jockeys in the West. But he finished second to Wally when he rode his first winner in the West. And then he's right on Wunamek. 
Only Ollie could deliver that genius. Mate, it was an extraordinary. It was an extraordinary watch. And uh, look, first of all, to Darren McCauley, who, without a doubt, is one of the and has been one of the greatest race callers in my time watching the racing. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, obviously, WA's a long way away, and he, at in the in the earlier stages his, of his career, got an opportunity to potentially come to Melbourne. Yeah. But being a WA lad, he wanted to stay over there. So Macca, amazing call, and I'm, as you said, Darren was on earlier, so that's great. Um, from a Damien perspective, um, you know, I've been very lucky because I have known him for a long time. Um, I was obviously very close with Richard and Sally Friedman and and Lee and Anthony and Michael in the in the early days, I still am, but obviously Damien moved over. And um, so I knew him from a 15 or 16 year old little kid. And uh, look, he, he's always had that, that wonderful sort of will to win. Um, and he, he's just been an absolute elite leader from a jockey's perspective and from a sporting perspective. So like you, I had something on Fabrizio. I knew he hadn't had um, sort yeah. of any, any joy for the sort of 10 or 11 rides prior I know that a few of his family and friends are in the horse. Yes. So I sort of thought to myself, I I watched him the start before and he missed the start, got a long way back. Rod Russell, who's been a big Freeman supporter and a WA guy, the butcher, who obviously owned Doremus with Keith Biggs, has also been a big supporter of of Ollie's over the years, are in the horse. And so here I am thinking, he's drawn 10 today. He'll just sort of, he'll find a spot. So I had something on it, sort of hoping that that would get things rolling for him and did my money and just sitting there with my hands in my head and then just watched him deliver something from a sporting aspect that I think we all were really hoping would happen. And these these things are like dreams that come true. They never come true. They just never do. And to see him win the way that he did on the first horse yes, and then go bang and then the last ride was something like it was just vintage Ollie. So... I don't know how we could acknowledge him any more than saying, you know, and everyone uses the word goat, and I think he's a bit sick of that, to be honest. Like he, you know, he's a quiet guy. He's a family guy. Um, You know, he he loves going for a surf. That's his thing. Um, And he's had great support from so many people. I hear that his mum was crook. She wasn't on course. So she's a beautiful lady. So um, I'm wishing her all the best. And Paddy Oliver. Yeah, and and even you know even from my perspective, I um I actually went over for Jason's funeral when he passed away. So Ollie was very very close, um you know with his nan who was there at that stage, and she's obviously passed, and and uh, you know he, he's very close with his mum. So let's hope uh, let's hope Pat gets uh, gets the tick pretty quick, and she's mm. great again. But so happy for him, and you know we've seen something as Lee Friedman said when um when Maccabi Diva won her third Melbourne Cup. It's something that kids on the course will be talking about for the rest of their lives. And I think this same thing with Damien Oliver. I hope they do make a, I think Nicky Ryan said they should make another movie or Mark Zara said they should, and they should yeah. because it's a, just a wonderful story. His record speaks for itself. He's the most successful group one winning jockey that this country's ever produced. He's ridden over 3,100 winners. His first group one was Submariner when he was 18 years of age and then he's been able to ride group ones decade after decade. So he's 51 years of age now. And to produce that miracle, like I, like I thought, and he hadn't been riding at his very best for the last six or so weeks, you could say, Ollie. He hadn't been that far away. But, of course, you need the opportunities, you need the horses. But he just proved that he's still got that genius in him because I thought – it's such a brave ride to do what he did to cut the corner. It was Pike, a little bit like what Pike does. And then 
he had to weave his way through. If you watch the head on, only Ollie could deliver deliver that little bit of luck that he got. Yeah, look, I think you're right. Um, but again, everyone was cheering and hoping for him. I saw Hutchie over there. He's obviously got a share in Munamek, which yeah. is really good. So he was out of control. But look, I think just to follow Damien's career, and you know, some people have tuned in early days, mid days, and towards the end. Um, he's exactly the same kid as what he was when he started. He's humble. He's a good fella. Um, doesn't get carried away with all the limelight. Never mm-hmm. has. Not interested. He's got a um, a big group of acquaintances, a smaller group of close friends, I would say. And uh, he gets a chance to really enjoy his life with Trish and the kids now. And yeah. um, I'm sure I'm sure he'll do. I mean, he won't be lost to racing. I wouldn't have thought yeah. he'd get a commentary gig somewhere. He'll be doing some stuff. And and I can't wait to see what happens for him and Trish and the kids I think, next. I think he's being employed by Entain. So he's going to do a lot of work with the New Zealand apprentices. He's going to New Zealand to do some work there for um, the Karaka week there with their big race day. Fantastic. So he's not going to be lost to racing. I think I heard him in an interview as well that he wants to play a part maybe for you, Johnny, as their racing manager. He loved planning out um, races for horses for their campaign. So he jumped off a horse and said, well, this is a guineas horse and this is how you get to it. Or let's go to Caulfield Cup and this is the way that I think you should go. So I think he might try and get involved with the stable doing that. But I think Jared Waitley summed it up in a tweet there on Saturday night. Ollie's final bow is one of Australia's Australian sports greatest ever farewells. Ollie's dare and skill captured in one last stunning ride from Ollie. And when you think about the greatest sporting moments or greatest farewells, it's hard to really think of a better one. You know, look, I agree. And and going back to hoping that he does continue on, I love to watch Darren Biedman at the races working. Yeah, with Godolphin. Oh, it's just wonderful. You know, he was just an elite rider as well and a really terrific guy. Had a terrible fall, as we know, towards the end of his career. But just to see him at the races and listening to his comments and stuff, it's like having elite AFL footballers that have retired calling the footy, you know? So I think it's important that we keep people like Damien and, mm. and Darren involved in the racing industry, because what it does is it not only teaches because they've been there, but certainly inspires people to, to want to be involved in the game. And do you know, when we have this debate about, and I mentioned this before as well, where you got like the, the debate, whether LeBron or Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time, or is it Dustin Martin or Lee Matthews or Wayne Carey? And there's divided opinion, even amongst the peers and the, the athletes that played those sports. When you have a look at the last 24 hours, 48 hours in the racing industry, it doesn't matter what generation. They all say that Ollie was the GOAT. Um, from riders older than him, from riders now that are competing, Huey Bowman, James McDonald, some of the very best in the business, Jamie Carr, they all say that Ollie's the GOAT. So I don't think I've ever seen a sport where everybody that has competed against him or watched him that have been a jockey have come together to say, yes, that Ollie is the greatest. Yeah, I agree. And look, I think Corey Brown did a, did, well, he's done a heap of interviews and hopefully we'll see a few more of those over I didn't the coming think it was weeks. One of, I, didn't, I didn't like that interview. I didn't think it was needed. I well, think that you was, know. I know that he's great mates and all that, but it, it wasn't going to be my own, no. Well, yeah, but that's okay. That yeah. can be. I mean, that's, this is a great thing about racing. Everyone's got their opinion on yes. things, Gareth. I think um, any way that we can share Damien's stories, yeah. Um, is, is positive for everybody. So, I mean, look, Corey was a great writer himself too. So, Terrific. you know, they've got their own stories and stuff they want to tell. So I quite enjoyed it. You didn't, but that's normal. You enjoy the ice <laughs> bars and I don't. So that's, that's normal. Um, yeah. So what a story it was. And for Munimek to do what he did as well, I don't think, I don't like, 
I thought that he would need a ton of luck from Barry 17, and he did get a peach from Damien Oliver, but Nick Ryan, hats off to him. And Aaron Mitchell, he's a kid that he rode a Karakata winner. He's six foot two. He he rode Vela Road to a Karakata victory, and now Vela Road was competing in that race as an eight-year-old, and he went over to look after Munamek for for um, Nick Ryan. He stayed at his grandfather's place in Wally Mitchell. He trained Placid Arc. Of course. So, and he did a, he did a wonderful job with that galloper. And Nick Ryan's a rising star and to see him and um, the way that he celebrated after that victory was superb as well. So, Yes, I mean, Nicky being a champion apprentice would have ridden against Damien in plenty of competitive environments. And I think he'd always tried to support him. He's a great trainer. Yes. Um, and as you say, he's a star on the rise too, isn't he? Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. We'll come back. We've got plenty to chat about as we wrap up the means test for two thousand and twenty three with Gareth Hall and Johnny O'Neill on this Monday morning. Mr. Hawks and Mr. O'Neill, can you please report to the stewards' room? Now my phone went off last Wednesday thinking that Johnny O'Neill. How many phone calls did you get on Wednesday looking for your comments regarding the situation with Spywire and that? Magic Millions two-year-old classic. I think I got about 120 text messages yes. and the phone just rang for two days. So you saved yourself for the show that you're on with the means test. So we appreciate that. Now, the stewards report was interesting after the race saying that they reprimanded Tyler Schiller saying, don't do that again. But they didn't think that he stopped writing or his actions didn't change the result there on a Wednesday afternoon. I had a look at it a few times and I'm a big fan of Tyler Schill. And I mentioned this late last week and I'm, he's one of my favorite riders and he wouldn't have deliberately, like, I think he just, he just made a mistake. That's, that's just my opinion on it. And this is how I think it unfolded. He was riding and he's kicked away and your horse Spywire was traveling sweetly and he did run some pretty solid middle sectionals, but he's kicked away and then he's had a look at the board. And so he's, he was looking at the big screen and the big screen's got a delay because it has to, it's not live. So it's got a second to two second delay probably. And he's seen what we all saw, all seen watching the race. Tommy Berry under pressure with highness thinking it's, it can't pick up. And Tyler was just like all of us thinking he's home and hose. So I reckon he hasn't stopped riding, but he's just, he, he's easing up on that horse a little bit um, with his vigor think he's looking after the horse after he might've had a, a minor setback there after he was scratched from that meeting in, in Brisbane with the feel and ready. And then all of a sudden, Tommy Berry, he saw him come up pretty quickly and then he's got riding again. He's gone, Oh no, basically he would have said, Oh no. And he was defeated. Um, so I thought he was lucky in a way not to get a little bit of a, a holiday. Um, but I'm glad he didn't in a way because you know, I, I like the kid. Um, but I was surprised. I think he he was lucky not to get a holiday, and hopefully he's learned a valuable lesson in a way. Don't look up at the board thinking that's real time. That's look, your, I might be wrong. No, look, I mean, I I, I, and I did hear you. This was debated heavily with some of the more respected form guys <laughs> on uh, on SEN during the week, and one of the comments made by one of those more respected form guys, oh, yeah, they were wrong. Would no. in, would indicate to me that he's got no idea. <laughs> So anyway, one, one thing I will say is Good I morning really, to Mickey yeah, morning, Mickey. How are you, buddy? Um, one thing I will say is I think, um, Tyler is a wonderful rider too. I think he's a very good rider, and what is very clear, Dizzy rode your two-year-old 
pretty well. Well, the other day. Odinson was unbelievable. Oh, yes. Like he sat back, he, you know, the horse jumped well. He went back, gave him a little cuddle, and got going when he needed to. If he had been as aggressive on Spywire as what he was on Odinson, I have no doubt the horse would have won. It did run a ten four, ten five mid sectional, come home in twelve and a twelve and a bit. Mm. Um, he did say that the horse had hung out under pressure when it won pretty easy the start before. Um, I was pretty disappointed with the ride. Um, he was pretty upbeat in the interview after the races saying that, don't worry, the horse went really good. And so look, maybe he's just made a blue. Um, did and he look, admit that? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't admit that. He just sort of said, look, he didn't want to be too aggressive with the whip. Um, either in or outside flank in case it ducked in or ducked out. And so, did he say the horse was lame as well? Well, all I know is the horse the horse came up in the stewards' report as being one out of one five, out of five lame. lame. And all I can report that is... That might have saved him. Well, all I can say is the following day is it wasn't one out of five lame. It was 100%. So, okay. look, at the end of the day, we were concerned in not winning that we may not have got into the Magic Millions from a prize money perspective. Well, I reckon you're in trouble. You're only $75,000. Yeah, well, I think we're 10th in order now. There's been six or seven drop out okay. above. So I think you'll find we uh, we should be able to get in. Look, he'll need to trial again, uh, speaking to Kieran, David, and uh, and Aussie Joe uh, up in, in Sydney anyway. So if he doesn't look like getting in, we may zip him up. Um, in that race that Sunlight won the week before she went on and won the Magic Million. So, but at this stage, we probably prefer not to run. We we okay. don't need to. The horse is really well. Um, you were right. We did scratch him off a of blood, which was publicised um, pretty well in Brisbane, but his bloods were perfect. So, um, you know, going into that race, I think, I think in hindsight, if he had a sat down and maybe not looked at the screen and given it a couple on the backside, it probably wins. Having said that, Michael's horse is a very nice horse. Tommy's in enormous form. Uh, so we look forward to that challenge in the Magic Millions. And I'll either be buying Mickey Gannon a bottle of uh, nice red wine or he'll be buying me one. We'll, so we'll see who's right. Morning, we'll see who's right. <laughs> morning, Johnny. Be open to advice that goes against what you want to hear, dot, dot, dot. No, that's okay. Oh, that's we're, okay. Uh, we're, uh, we're in a position where... We'll have a little. Uh, we'll have a, a bet on a bottle of red there, and we'll see where the I, highness can beat us home in the in the Magic Millions. I still don't quite get the findings from the stewards because, so their understanding is my understanding of it is is that they don't think he deserves to be suspended, Tyler. They reprimand him, mm -hmm. but they say that that wouldn't have changed the result. That he he he's he's stopped. He didn't stop riding, but he, he did ease up on that horse with his vigor. So they believe that wasn't the difference between winning or losing. Well, to um, me, to me, it looked like the. Uh, so the, where's the, the bad perception? But from the like, where do you draw the line and say, well, you, what Tyler did on that day, it's not a great look for racing. No, and look to me, it looked like the the Lukey Nolan ease up on Black Caviar down the yeah. straight that day. So he definitely got aggressive when he saw the horse coming up on the outside. But his look, body's his body his body language give it away. Yeah, you know? but yeah. but look at the end of the day. Um, you know, he's riding really well. He's a really good kid. Does he keep the ride? That's um, the big question. Yeah, well, look, you know, we spoke to him about potentially going to Brisbane and having a look at the, you know, taking the ride. I, I want to support him, and I know Ozzy does too. We like... Um, he won't be riding. I'm we, we like he him. He won't be so, riding in the Magic Millions Classic. Well, game. I can tell you that, you know, James McDonald would have first call on that horse um, on the basis that... Yes. Um, 
that he's he's back and he's keen to ride it. Obviously, we've got an association with Blake Shin as well, so there'd be an opportunity for Blake. Um, and then, obviously, um, you know, as I said, Tyler's a really good kid, and we want to continue to use him, uh, and we'll use him uh, as much as we can. So he, he could keep the ride. That would be a fairy tale if he does win on on um, on Spywire and the Magic Millions. But J Mac gets first offer. Yeah, and I, and I did also notice he uh, he was. On one of Hawksy's, I think on Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, and it won. Oh, he just went whoosh. I tell you what, he didn't miss it. So no, um, he was pretty round. aggressive and head down, and it was a it was a really good ride well, as well. So well, Hawksy was sticking up for him. He said he did nothing wrong, and I can't believe he's not here today. Yeah, but to debate you know what Hawksy's doing? He's down at my mother-in-law's, Jerry's, cleaning the reindeer shit off the windows. That's what he's doing. That's why he's not here. <laughs> it's a it's ten twenty nine. This is Getty Up's Monday Means Test. Hosted text messages coming through 499 736 736. You got a question for us? Let us know. If you've got an opinion on Spywire, let us know. 499 736 736. We'll come back with our own no's and our yes, yes, yeses straight after this. 10.32, Gareth Hall with you on this um, Monday morning along with Johnny O'Neill for the Monday Means Test. We'll start with the yes, yes, yeses. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, I've got a few yes, yes, yeses. Damien Lane and Craig Williams and the Starstruck, two great jockeys at Ascot going head-to-head from a tactical point of view. Damien was riding for his father in that Starstruck, um, Rusty Dreams, and Super Smeek, he was pocketed on the inside, this filly. He was unlucky not to make it into the to the gold rush, and he, she should have been in the gold rush. But anyway, it was a great spectacle in that Starstruck classic. And Laney won the battle. He never went for that horse because he kept Williams in the the pocket for as long as possible. And I thought that was um, two great jockeys going head to head. And from a tactical point of view, it was so, it was terrific to watch. So that was a yes, yes, yes. I love the harness racing, Greyhound racing on Saturday night. The the story there with Talji, the pizza shop owner with only two dogs in work, winning the $1.65 million Phoenix for the Ladbrokes, Ladbrokes team with their slot. And he named the dog Scalacci. Scalacci was his second favourite horse behind Ariba. And, of course, Ollie rode Scalacci to six group ones. He was the most successful group one horse that Ollie rode. So the universe works in uh, wonderful ways, weird and wonderful ways, Johnny. And then on Saturday night at Albion Park, Leap to Fame could be one of our great paces. He smashed the world record in the Inter-Dominion final. And uh, great for Grant Dixon and Kevin and Kay Seymour. The story there with Kevin and Kay Seymour, Kev is a billionaire. He was that property developer that developed all the property basically from Noosa to Brisbane. He nearly died of a heart attack about a month before the Inter-Dominion and he'd been waiting all of his life to have a horse like a leap to fame. He already won an Inter-Dominion, but that was with Mr. Feelgood, who he purchased from the States. Anyway, um, he was able to watch leap to fame do what he did there on Saturday night and just believe could be a horse that, well, he, he, represented us on the international stage. He was unlucky in a heat of the elite lot, the world's greatest ever trotting race, and then competitive behind some of the best in the world at his second start in Europe or third start in Europe. So um, he was dominant in the trotters into the minion final. So he's a superstar. So some terrific racing across the three codes on Saturday. Yeah. And I think great coverage, the the Greyhound coverage and the, uh, and the pacing trots coverage was unbelievable. So it was great to see that. Um, I've got plenty of yes, yes, yeses. Um, I thought Daniel Moore's ride on Trent Nat's horse, Pasquero, on, yes. on Saturday was extraordinary. 
treble for uh, Celine Gordrazen. She riding well. Yes, I think it's the year. I think it's the time of the year. Just back these apprentices. Oh, gee, she's a good rider. Um, yep. She's really improved. Maybe she can ride spy wire. Well, maybe a double yeah. to Tatum Bull, which was fantastic. And I saw she's uh, a superstar. I saw the great man uh, Tony McAvoy strapping. Uh, that big striking, I think he's called My Boy Birmingham or something. Forty and to one. Nobody wanted to be on him, and he was there dragging him around. And geez, didn't he? Uh, didn't he get the job done? Um, a couple of others that I thought. I think there's a young kid riding here, and I actually rang uh, Kieran Stable this morning um, just to see whether he was going to stay. But um, young fella by the name of Dylan Brown McMongle. An Irish fella. Yes, he's tied with his straps a little bit. Well, too. he's tied with Joseph O'Brien's stable, I yep. think. And I think the mail is that he rode a stack of stakes winners in his first ten or fifteen rides in Ireland. Um, he's got an amazing set of hands, great timing. He's a wonderful rider. So uh, I think he rode a double on the weekend, and certainly rode a winner yesterday that I saw uh, saw at Bendigo. Well, he looks like he's, it's just all happening for him. He might be the new Frankie Dottori, I think. Correct. But he could be an Irish Frankie Dottori. Yes. And then I think the big yes, 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 I think there's a there's a young emerging trainer mm-hmm. uh, based in Sydney working for the Kieran Ma stable. Okay. And uh, we're all calling him Aussie Joe. Yes. Uh, Joanne Gerard Dubois, something oh, like okay. that. Well, I think that's how you... So, ladies, from a yes, yes, yes perspective. Single. Well, he's single, uh, very good horseman, mm-hmm. very good judge, and uh, and a very good-looking young man. So Based in Sydney? He's based in Sydney. Gareth, I think what we should be doing is sort of running a bit of a, a toll. So the dads, some of the dads that are listening this morning, because I'm sure the, the younger girls won't be listening, but Boy, some of the dads. You never know. Well, look, I think we can recommend this young fella. Okay. To some of the fathers. So yep. we might run a bit of a poll mm-hmm. and uh, see if we can't hook up a little bit of a dating oh, site okay. here. For, it worked for, for David Eustace. Well, it did. Yeah. David got uh, got Lizzo off this show, which was yes. unbelievable. And now they're, as I said, four weeks in a row weddings, yep. trying all the different yep. wedding cakes. So yep. I think we're a good chance here to get Joe, Aussie Joe, hooked up. I was listening to Wayne Hawkes' story, how he found Jane. And I, it was a story that she was a real estate agent who he was developing some houses in Mooney Ponds for his old man, Johnny. And Jane was working on behalf of the, the, the clients there or the, her, whoever she was working for, a real estate agent. And Wayne asked her out for a coffee or something. And he looked her in her eyes after the coffee and he said, I'm going to marry you, Jane. And the rest is history. That's so Hawksy was 72 kilos then. Yes. Um, Jane's a wonderful cook, as we're yep. all aware. Uh, 114 today. Now, just some rumours I'm hearing. I don't know. We're not a rumour type of show, are we? We like to have our facts. Well, we like the facts. Yeah. We do like uh, the And facts. I, I think I've broken a few stories along You have the way. broken yeah. a few, yes. Even though that I probably did, like, maybe I went too early with a few of them, but it's like I still was right. Now, Most of the time you're right. Like yes. the Fonz. Have you heard? the older group. Have I heard? The rumour mill about who's going to Hong Kong. There's a trainer going to Hong Kong. Really? Yes. I wish there was a jockey going to Hong Kong. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment. But yes. Have you heard this rumor about but could a trainer? You, but could you share that information? Oh, well, I haven't got any names, but there's a few names floating around. Is he Melbourne or Sydney based? Uh, a bit everywhere. Really? Mm. But, you know, like I, um, I talked to Tom Wood about this. They keep a very quiet Terry Bailey in the team. So, mm. yeah, if anyone knows, let us know. 499-736-736. Wow. We'd love I to. I don't have any information there. No. Uh, let's take a break. Oh, no's coming up next. 
few O's here. I met Johnny 32 years ago. Um, he was friends with um, Yates, Bob, Bobby Yates, is it? Uh, Graham Yates, Yader, and Bobby yeah. Dusting. Good. Oh, Bobby Dusting. Graham yeah. Yates, ex-demon footballer, okay. bloody champion he was. Yeah. Ripper bloke. Bobby was a ripper too. There you go. I haven't seen Bobby Jeez, for a There's a few time. names coming through about this. We, I don't know if we want to get into that territory where we start the rumour mill just going off, but some interesting names about the trainer that could be going to Hong Kong. Yes. If there is a trainer that announced, but they tell me the big talk about the Hong Kong international meaning that there is a new trainer going to Hong Kong. Right. And do you have – do you? I mean, look, let's – Let's break it here. Who is it? Who are you thinking know. about? No, I was right about David Hayes, I think. You were? Yeah. You did say that. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know, actually. It's hard because you don't want to be talking about this because some Not owners, Lee Friedman, is it? No. He some, trained a treble on the weekend, the great man. Yeah. Some owners, don't underestimate the champion, mate. We're at the Gold Coast on the synthetic track. He had a couple at the oh, Gold the Coast Grand Prix. and he won the Group 3. Yeah, the Grand Prix. Very the great good. man. So he might go up there just to finish his career off. Now, I'll start with the O-Nose. You can start. Um, where do we start? Oh. Nash Rewilla. No, oh, please. Oh, Nash has been this. in brilliant form. He's unreal. Oh, he's on, on I'm fire. Saying he's not a great rider. But sometimes, yeah. like, he can just put one in and it's like, we get, we all get Nashed. <laughs> it was. Emperor. He went back. Oh. He didn't get any luck and he tried to take shortcuts. And unfortunately, a little bit like sometimes with Ollie's ride, you take the shortcuts and you need the gaps to open up. I think there was a few gaps and he could have gone to the outside, but in the end, he just, he, he faced a few roadblocks and it wasn't Empress Day. But you know what? Nash has got so many runs on the board, he can be forgiven for one bad ride. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um, and that's about it for my own. Oh my days. God. Well, listen, I've got, I've got one and it is Christmas time. And as I said, I was at the, uh, the in-laws yesterday and I've yes. eaten far too much food. So what I would like, this is a health warning for everybody before I go on. If you had a big Christmas day yesterday and you ate, I know it's not Christmas day, but pre, yes, and you're all full or you've had a big brekkie this morning or something, do yourself a favour, don't go and watch these two tapes because you will throw up. There's no doubt you will throw up. Now I've been very... Uh, I've, I've been very animated, I think, read this jockey. And if you just joining us, I know Tyler Schiller would have made your O-No with Spywire. Well, he did. He would have made my O-No, yeah. but, but we've made an allowance there. Now, I can't make an allowance here. Yes. I can't. There was a horse on Friday night that went around at Canterbury called a vet. Oh, okay. First starter. Yeah. Inside do, gate. Do, do yourselves Not a favour. Like. If you're having a shitty day and you want to have a worse day, do yourself a favour. Just put it up Friday night. Mm. I think it was race two or three. But sometimes inside gates, you don't get much luck there, Johnny. Well, when you're third the fence or you're supposed to be third the fence and you're trucking along. and Well, yes, but percentage is going back to the rail at Canterbury would be like 1% <laughs> chance of win. So what we do is we go back to the rail, what a joke get say. smashed, chopped out. And then what we do is we're three lengths back behind where we need to be. And then we go to the outside and push through and hit the line late and get beat ahead of neck or something. So anyway, uh, Jason Collett's ride on that was horrendous. <laughs> and he? then because he is a good rider. Jay Collett, yes. He is a good rider. He's not rider. in great form at the moment, Jay Collett. Well, I don't he's think he, he hasn't rider. been in great form for a year, <laughs> but having, he is a good rider. Yeah. So then what I've done on the weekend is I had a, a, a tip for a horse called Ringer Rosa that I think was like 25s into 12s or something. So I had quite a nice place bet on it. Um, and speak to Mickey, because he would know better than I would know. It's a seven furlong horse, but it was much yeah. shorter than that, but apparently a trial good. So 
we thought it'd be third the fence there on the weekend. Well, it was last, last in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, of course, bet up the place massively, got smashed 15 times down the, down the straight and ran fourth, which was delightful. So that was a terrible ride too. So I'm a, I'm, my own nose are two, Jason Collette and Jason Collette. He does a lot of riding for you, Jason Collette, doesn't well, he? Well, he has been doing a lot of riding, yes. So Kieran is a very big fan of him, and Kieran would know a hell of a lot better than what I do. What but, does Kieran uh, say about it when you get stuck into his jockeys? Well, he's not happy. No. He doesn't like it. No, he doesn't. He, no. Because he's a big team player, and he lo- everyone yes. can make blues. 100%. You know, we all make plenty of blues. This is all a bit of fun, having a crack and at some blokes. And he's loyal to his mates, like well, Jamie Spencer, isn't he, Kieran? Goodness me. Yeah, give him a full book like, at Flemish in that day. So, anyway, <laughs> um, I, I'm hoping Jason Collett goes to Hong Kong. He deserves a good opportunity up there. No, I there, think you're a bit harsh he would be unreal. He'd be, a, he'd be fantastic yep. up there. Could you imagine him riding sort of Wednesdays and Sundays up there and all the group races, yep. beautiful set of hands, solid pace. Patient. Patient. Do you reckon J-Mac will stay there? I hope he doesn't. Oh. Mm. I hope he doesn't. It sounds like he's loving it too much. Well, you know, he's, might, he's a wonderful Might have to rent his house if I can close. You reckon he'll give it like 100 a week? Well, yeah, well. I mean, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I hope he doesn't. But I, I'm sure at some stage he will. he'll probably travel yeah. and probably even end up in Japan, I would imagine. That's where the money is. Yeah, is it really? Longer You've term. got to learn how to speak Japanese. Yeah, but, but is there anything he can't do? That's the question. I reckon that might be. No, might, it might be a bit of an issue get, for him in the shorter term, but that might get him. Katie'd help him. Katie'd help him. Yeah, He'd be fine. He'd be fine. Um, let's be take fine. a quick break. We'll, cap, uh, we'll come back and get to your text messages and wrap up the means test. Johnny O'Neill to wrap up the Monday means test. It's been a lot of fun, Johnny. Well, mate, I've had Adam from Sandringham sending in yes. these text messages. He's, he, geez, he's got to be in his bonnet about Tyler Sheila. I've yeah. told him to chill a bit. He's not no. happy. He's not happy about that at all. So, Adam. Um, settle down. Settle down, mate. Yeah. We understand it was yeah. a disappointing ride, but you don't need to go to those extremes, As, my friend. We've got to get through a few text messages. Has Johnny got a horse for Nick Ryan or because he is the future? Well, at this stage, I don't have a horse for him. We've sort yeah. of, Ozzy and I are in the position where we're, we're not consolidating, but we, we have four or five trainers we use, okay. so that may change. That may change over the journey, but at yep. this stage, we're pretty locked into that. You're holding on to Simeon, Johnny? It was disgraceful again at Cranbourne. Ever since that Wayne backed that horse, it's lost three legs. It'll be going on English Digital if anybody's interested. Great way to... You get them, right? Well, it's a great dispersal sale, that English Digital. It's very, very well done, yep. very well organised, good opportunity to move some horses. So it'll be going on English Digital. Honestly, Darren McCauley's call at Ascot was the best ever. His voice is so sexy. Well, he's quite a sexy man himself. Yeah, he's, he's been married seven or eight times. How many times have you been married? Seven or eight times? I think he's going through another divorce. It's like Frank Sinatra. Moment, yeah. um, he can sing too. He can yeah. sing. Hey, while we're on Perth. Any winners for us? Well, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. But what about this? While we're on Perth, Ron Duffercy, one of the greatest form blokes yes. of all time, big horse owner, amazing supporter of the industry, what was he doing with that bloody green tie on? Can mm. we... Especially in all well, his last day. It seemed wow. to work in the end. It did, but we can't be tolerating that. I don't believe... I green think ties? Can, I like the green at the races. I think it's just... A, it's ridiculous. I need him to come back and let me know how how and why he's overcome the voodoo or the hoodoo of the green tie. Because maybe we can reintroduce it, but geez. Or the early crow. <sighs> That's been going around for a um, long time. You lads coming to the Gold Coast for the Magic Millions. Have a great holiday period, Legends. Yes, I am, actually. We're heading there now. Yes, I'll be going up too. I'm, I'm staying with up. you, aren't I, Johnny? You are. Yep. Gee, so I'm uh, I'm staying uh, in Broadbeach, which will be fantastic, and have a good look around the uh, 
the sales. I know that um, Kieran's done the majority of the farms, which is good. So some really positive feedback out of uh, out of a number of the farms, which is good. You would hope this time of the year that that would be the case, but there's going to be some lovely... Uh, some lovely types up there. I'm looking forward to having a look at a couple of the Tagaloas. That'll be interesting. Beautiful. Knowing that we uh, oh, yes. we had him, so oh, that'll be interesting. A, there's and a couple of nice ones at the Classic, they tell me, the Classic yeah. sales. Well, I'm looking forward to the to the sales season. I think Magic Millions do a remarkable job up there How on the Gold Coast. How much money have you got, Johnny, then? Well, we'll just Aussie and I'll have a discussion with our crew prior to going up, but we'll be... Uh, ching, ching. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be there playing, so that's important. And then on to the English sales post that, so... Uh, Magic Mini is a great time of the year, and we're really looking forward to getting up. Actually, you better be buy great. North Pacific. North Pacific, great friends, well, and Henry Field do a wonderful job. Sponsors of this show, and um, you find a weapon. Have we got any? Are there any in any in any North Pacifics in the sales? I don't I know whether so. we're yeah, I think or whether are. are there. Okay, I haven't had a good look through the yeah. book yet, but I tend to be guided in most instances by uh, Matty Becker at Australian Bloods. Australian Bloods. Oh, yes. How am I going? Group one, blo- group you. one Bloodstock. So yeah. Maddie's a great judge, and then obviously Kieran and David, and we'll be working with the Hayes boys and with Chris Waller. And oh, the Hayes boys getting a gig. The Hayes boys are unreal. We've Do got a very ask? fast two-year-old with him. Have you? At Bold oh, Bastille, yes. yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, JD was up in Hong Kong for the uh, for the weekend. I think Giddy Up Warrior's got a couple of shares still left with really? Lindsay Park. Yeah, he's really? going to be a superstar. Probably win. I the... think did Benny get married on the weekend? Yeah, last no, weekend? I think last week. We'll probably win the Guineas and then we'll probably win the Derby with that horse. What? Am, oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. She's been a You're few weddings. Won't... Liam Liam got married. He married him. So Liam Reardon. Oh, with the head. Yep. Yeah, the with the hair. Yeah. With the hair. Do your. I've seen your hair a bit like his. Yes. Over the journey. Now, what about you? Tell us what you're going to do for Christmas. No, nothing. Are you ice bathing? Yeah, probably. Have you? Had a How roof? often? Every day. Have you? And a... spray tanning? Yes, every day. And the wax? No. How do you go with the waxing? No, no good. What about no any good. winners for us, Johnny? Well, I think we've. I, 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 I think we can follow Spywire into the Magic oh, Millions okay. two-year-old, and uh, we've got a nice horse called uh, Pure Alpha that okay. might go round for Chris Waller Wednesday in Sydney. All right then. Jay McElride's by why you're gonna break that. I'm hoping so. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a have a great day. Be back.